Today's episode contains discussions about death, which some people may find disturbing and triggering and maybe just a little bit hard to listen to. I came across a write-up about a study. The headline was one in five people saved by CPR recall lucid dying. I was like, what is lucid dying? I've heard of lucid dreams, but what is lucid dying? Science. Science. Technology. Technology. Medicine. Medicine. Health. Health. These four things make the world go round. Without them, we couldn't exist. This is the Monday Science Podcast. A weekly show bringing you the latest research and news in science, technology, medicine, and health. Answering your questions or finding experts in the field to answer them. Your host is a pharmacist, an award-winning scientist. She leads her own research group and is the founder of King's College London Fight the Fakes. A tad bit on the qualified side. Welcome to Monday Science. Here's your host, Dr. Bahija Rimey Abraham. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Monday Science. How are you all doing? How am I doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm good. Happy to be recording another episode. Today's cup of tea is a cup of tea. This is a decaf English breakfast tea. It's builder's tea. Do you know builder's tea? Anyway, I'm getting a bit carried away talking about tea. Trigger warning for today's episode. Before I go any further, trigger warning for today's episode. Today's episode contains discussions about death, which some people may find disturbing and so and, and triggering and maybe just a little bit hard to listen to. So I am not offended at all. You have to prioritize yourself if you switch off from this episode. Okay, so why is today's episode about death? It was meant to be about early risers and night owls. So early risers sometimes referred to as early birds, night owls, which one is better? Is one better? What makes us predisposed to be an early riser or a night owl? Does it change over time? That was in the plan. And then I came across a write-up about a study where the headline was one in five people saved by CPR recall lucid dying. I was like, what is lucid dying? I've heard of lucid dreams. I was like, what is lucid dying? And I read the article and I also read around the subject as well. I found it very interesting. The topic of death you know, in general, can usually bring up a lot of feelings for people, anxiety, fear, awkwardness, sadness, to some extent trying to pretend as if it's not going to happen. I remember reading a chapter, it wasn't wasn't even quite a chapter, I think it might have actually been in Nigeria, it was maybe in our family home, and I remember just opening up a book and there was a a couple of lines that I read. I was quite young when this happened. And for some reason, the book was actually talking about death. I don't remember what it was, but essentially the uh, going to power phrase, it, it was along the lines of, even though death is inevitable, we all individually think that it will escape us. I remember just thinking, yeah, I'm going to put that aside. And so reading this article and seeing that people are researching 
death. And then when I'm thinking in terms of as a healthcare professional, more specifically as a pharmacist, we talk about palliative care. So end of life care. I don't know if it's so much about how it's taught, but the way one receives it anyway is, okay, yes, it's very practical. Okay. If this, if the patient is unfortunately at end of life, this is what we'll have to do. Very boom, boom, boom. But actually it's something that, especially as healthcare professionals, we face on a relatively daily basis and some healthcare, healthcare professionals more than others. So for example, medics, doctors, they would, and nurses would probably face it more so. I thought, well, actually this is quite a difficult discussion. To, this is quite a difficult topic. Death is a difficult topic to discuss. Also, I could see that this article was, has been doing the rounds there's been press about, I think Cosmopolitan has also recently written an article. So I thought actually it would be quite an interesting topic to delve into and also to try and break the difficulty that comes with talking about death and hopefully being able to learn something from this. As you all know, I do love a definition and I like to find out things. So as we learned last week, the study of yawning is chasmology and there were two laws. <laughs> the formal study of death is thanatology. Thanatology is a scientific discipline that examines death from many perspectives. So this can include the physical, spiritual, medical, sociological, physiological and ethical aspects of death. Apparently thanatology emerged out of a death awareness movement that started around the 1950s in America and in the UK. Before this time, death education happened more so in families and communities because most people passed away at home. Now, as I was reading the word thanatology, I was like, this, this sounds interesting. And it got me thinking, and please do not judge me, but it got me thinking about Thanos from Marvel Avengers. Well, he's not just from the Avengers, he's from Marvel. And as you all know, I am a huge Marvel fan. Why am I a Marvel fan? One of the reasons why, and sorry, it's not a debate between Marvel and DC because Marvel wins. <laughs> but anyway, one of the reasons why I've always liked Marvel comics is because there's always some scientific basis behind it. The origin story of the characters based around science or something. I've always loved Marvel for the fact that there's always, there's a science basis. DC comics tend to be more about aliens, Superman, Flash, alien based. And Marvel comics tend to be more science based. So hearing the word thanatology, I was like, hmm. And it reminded me of, there's a line in the Avengers Infinity War. And I have found a way, please, this is a credit to my editing skills. <laughs> I found a way to insert a clip of that video. Marvel don't sue me in this episode. There is a line that Doctor Strange says in Avengers. Oh yeah. You're much more of a Thanos. I was like, oh, what does that mean? So Thanos, I'm so sorry, this is a segue, please bear with me. But Thanos, the name is derived from the Greek idea of Thanatos, which is the personification of death and oblivion. So Thanos, the name actually means death. I digress, but please, I hope you indulge me with that because to find that connection, I was like, Marvel knew all along. But anyway, the scientific study of death and its practices also includes the study of the terminally 
ill and their family. Around my postdoc time, I set up a social enterprise, which was called STEMET Collective, which was all about engaging the public with STEM research through public art and street art. And around the time, I heard of something called the Death Cafe. And they used to host, I think it was a monthly Death Cafe in Camden, a place in London, it's like North, North Central, would we say North Central? Northish London. And this Death Cafe, which I believe was um, organized by some of the academics and researchers at UCL, University College London, who were studying death in different aspects, understanding the physiology of it, the biology of it, right down to the sociology. Death Cafe was a place where people came together to discuss death. And essentially the aim to discuss death with no agenda, no themes. It was a discussion group rather than like grief support and counseling. Yeah, it was very interesting. And onto the theme and the topic for today's episode, which led by Dr. Sam Parnia, who is a physician and associate professor of medicine at NYU Langhorne Medical Center in America. He's also the director of research into cardiopulmonary resuscitation. And in the UK, he's the director of the Human Consciousness Project at the University of Southampton. Dr. Pania is known for his work on near-death experiences and cardiopulmonary resuscitation. He led this work and found that one in five people who survived CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, after cardiac arrest, may describe lucid experiences of death that occurred whilst they were unconscious or on the brink of death. What do we mean by lucid? Lucid or lucidity is characterized by having a clear perception or understanding lucid dreaming. That's where it's a type of dream where the dreamer becomes aware that they're dreaming whilst dreaming. Near death experience, and this is you know, a personal, an experience, personal experience that's associated with, the, with death or impending death. The study called AWARE2 involved around 25 hospitals in America and in the UK. Their study involved 567 men and women whose hearts stopped beating whilst hospitalized and were receiving CPR in America and in the United Kingdom between May 2017 and March 2020. Survivors in the study reported having lucid experiences, which included a perception of separation from the body. They appear to observe events without pain or distress. Some maybe had a meaningful evaluation of their life, which included their actions, intentions, and thoughts towards each other. The researchers found that these experiences of death were different to CPR-induced consciousness, delusions, and dreams. As part of the study, they also looked at brain activity. They included tests for any hidden brain activity. And one of the key findings in the work was the discovery of spikes in the brain activity that they occur when people are conscious or performing high mental functions, such as thinking, memory retrieval, for example. In the article, there was a quote from Sam Pinapanier, which was basically saying that their results offer evidence that on the brink of death and in a coma, people undergo unique inner conscious experiences, including awareness, but without distress. And these findings provide measurable signals of lucid and heightened brain activity, combined with similar stories of recalled death experiences, which suggest that the human sense of self and consciousness may not stop completely around the time of death. 
very interesting. The lead researcher was quoted saying was that there needs to be more research to precisely define biomarkers of what is considered to be clinical consciousness, then more research to understand the human recalled experience of death and to monitor long-term psychological effects of resuscitation after cardiac arrest. From my understanding, this is the first time this information has been captured. And, and also, I couldn't see that the findings have been formally published. In fact, the findings are being presented or have been, by the time this airs, yes, they had been presented at a resuscitation science symposium as part of the American Heart Association scientific session in Chicago on November 6th. So I found that very interesting. What did you guys think? I feel like I learned a lot looking into this topic probably addressed my own hesitations to acknowledge death and discuss it in a very public forum actually <laughs> podcast but also reflect on how as healthcare professionals how as scientists we look at death what did you think of this episode let me know in the comments you can dm us on social media just drop me an email info at mondaysciencepodcast.com yeah just let me know what your thoughts are on this episode and what you've learned thank you You've been listening to the Monday Science Podcast, a weekly show bringing you the latest research and news in science, technology, medicine, and health. We hope you've gotten some useful and thought-provoking info from the show, and we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on our website at www.mondaysciencepodcast.com. Shoot us an email at info at mondaysciencepodcast.com. Find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Monday Science. And access episode summaries at mondayscience.medium.com. See you next week on the Monday Science Podcast.